This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Sexual health care can be so much more than STI testing. WISP offers services like emergency contraception, helping delaying your period, UTI treatments, and so much more. They even have a product called the OMG Cream that helps provide more fulfilling orgasms for women. WISP provides same-day prescriptions and can give you discreet treatment in the comfort and privacy of your own home. Check out the link in our show notes or go to hellowisp.com and use code SWING for 15% off. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. In today's episode, we're going to be doing a little recap of our Nashville Red Room Swinger Society Halloween Takeover. We are. Um, we had a good time up in Nashville. Yeah, it was fun. It's always it's always a good time. Yeah, I feel like I'm jinx when it comes to Nashville, though. <laughs> are you? Yeah, I think so. All right, we'll, we'll get into why Lacey <laughs> feels like she's jinx. When, and, and actually, now that you say that, I didn't think about that. This that's. This is two in a row. We've had a little yeah. Little it's always me too with I mean, you in, in Nashville. <laughs> what um, can I say? Yeah. So okay, this was a Swinger Society takeover. So the way this works is we we buy out the club and then we essentially throw the party, throw the party there. And this is the second or third time we've done it. At, second. Second time mm-hmm. at Red Room. Yeah. 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 And then uh, if you don't know, and if you missed the party, I will I will tell you right now. Go on SwingerSociety.net and get your tickets for our January Red Room party. Um, cause I always say this and then people don't do it. And then the week before the week, two weeks before that's when the emails and the texts and the messages start. Cause it in. always sells out. <laughs> and so, and then people like, all, even our friends, like last minute, they're like, Oh my God, I didn't get a ticket. Our right. friends are the worst at this. They're the worst. <laughs> like we text them like 10 times. Like, have you got your tickets? We know you're coming. Have you got your tickets? And then they didn't get their tickets. <laughs> Yes, we're talking to you. <laughs> They're listening. All I'm of sure. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so it was a good time. Yeah. So we're doing it again. In, my, the point of that is we're doing it again in January. 
Um, and so that's our glitz and glamour party. And so if you want to come, go to swingersociety.net right now and, and buy your tickets. Yeah. Because we can't help you. The problem is we hit fire code and then there's, there's, nothing, there's, we can nothing, do. there's yeah. nothing we can do. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is the recap of the Halloween party. Yeah. Uh, so we went up early. Well, it was a Friday, Saturday event. We always go up a day early just so we're not rushed. But like I always do, I'm like, let's go up a day earlier. Than, the day early. Than the day early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there was a couple of friends that we that were going to be there Wednesday. Um, they kind of just made a vacation of it since they were going to Nashville and they had came to secrets and I just felt like we just did. It's so hard to hang out with everyone at every one of these events. And I always feel bad about it. And so I wanted to make sure that we had a little time with them before the actual weekend. Yeah. That was the goal. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we went up on Wednesday. Yeah. We got checked into our hotel. Yeah. Um, And so we stayed um, near the, the actual club, not, yeah, so we always say Red Room Nashville, but truth is, it's about 30 minutes outside of Nashville, right. um, which is not terrible, but if you're spending the bulk of your time downtown, it's like, do you get a hotel slash Airbnb downtown, or do you get it closer to the club? So it's kind of always a toss-up. We typically just stay downtown, but this time we got a hotel near um the red room because everybody was staying there right we just thought it would be easier to be that close especially because friday and saturday night we were going to be at the club i don't really know what the best option was because we had friends that were downtown and they were still having to uber downtown so it's like well you're still ubering i don't know what do you think Uh, i don't know if there's a a winning situation i think if like if i had it my way if we went early we would stay like the first two days like off Broadway, and then the next, then we then we would jump over closer to the club. But yeah, even the problem with that is you pack so much shit, like packing just up moving the, it, right, yeah. packing up the hotel mm-hmm. and removing it's a pain in the butt. But I, honestly, I don't know. For me, I think maybe I liked it better the way we did it because I think a quick transition from the club back to the hotel is probably more beneficial than a quick transition back from Broadway to the hotel. Because if you think that's you know the club nights or the nights you're probably trying to play or fuck yeah well and where hotel was there was a cracker barrel there's a waffle house a kroger i mean we were kind of like right in the middle of like a lot of food situations Mm -hmm. and if you're downtown you're close to stuff but it's not really that kind of you're close to bars and stuff like that but not necessarily like good food i mean i guess you are close to good food you still have to walk i mean it's not like it's right outside your door and it's all 10 times as expensive yeah true True. But I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a winning situation to that. I think if you're gonna if you were going to Nashville and gonna do the club night Friday, Saturday, you definitely want to stay yeah. near the club. But yeah. if you're trying to split your time between Broadway and, and the club, I don't know if there's really yeah. either Just way you go, you're gonna see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so we arrived Wednesday. Traffic was terrible, so it took us a lot longer to get there than we planned, which I feel like that always happens to us. And we had some friends that were already there. They were at the Jason Aldean, so we Literally just got there, kind of changed our clothes, unpacked a little, and then went out. Right. And so the, the friends are, uh, I think we refer to them as Mr. and Mrs. Rhonda. Is that was what? This is the Rhonda Rousey couple from Hito. I think he we said we about. could say his name, but we can call him Jay just to be safe. Because right. I don't know how he feels about Mr. Rhonda. Mr. Rhonda. 
<laughs> I don't like we might have called them Jay before. Yeah. So yeah. Rhonda and Jay, which is yeah. our friends. We met them at Hedo the first time. Yeah. They came to Secrets with us. And this is we really didn't get to connect with them at Secrets because we were just running around like chickens with our head yeah. cut off. Um, and so they had come in early, basically, because they, they didn't get to go to that. They haven't been to Nashville very often, and they kind of want to make a vacation. Yeah. yeah. And NC Hot Wife, who they travel with their RV now, they were going to be in Nashville. I think they got there like Monday. So they were there as well. So the goal was for all three couples to hang out. Now, I didn't put this in our notes, but I just remember it. As we are coming off the elevator or coming up, I can't remember oh, yeah. which one, We this guy's like, hey – are you Dan and Lacey? And we ended up standing there talking to him. We assumed that he was at the hotel to go to Red Room because we basically, it wasn't a hotel takeover, but the bulk of the reservations for that weekend were our group. So we assumed that that was why he was in the hotel, but come to find out that was not. <laughs> it was not the reason. They were only staying the one night and, um, like he was from, you know, far away and they kind of like met in the middle or sort of, yeah, I don't they, want to give away their locations, right. but they had a long distance relationship. They met there for one night because he was going off on another vacation with some friends. So it was kind of like they met to have an evening together. Um, but so it was completely random, but they were swingers. Um, so it was just kind of cool. You ended up giving him your phone number, which you don't do very often. No, I, I, and I, I probably normally wouldn't have. But, they, I mean, one, they were an attractive couple, and mm. we had a good conversation with them. And it was kind of like, it's just us. It wasn't like there was a million yeah. people. And, yeah. it, you know, they were, like, looking to go downtown and have fun. And we're like, well, if you want to hang out, like, just text us, and we can, yeah. we can get together and hang out. So so we ended up meeting Rhonda and Jay um, at Jason Aldean's very quickly. And we were hungry, so we kind of left there almost immediately to go find food. And we did. We ate at the Assembly Hall, which I feel like we always end up there. It's just an easy place to eat if you've never been in Nashville. It's kind of like a fancy food court. Right. That's a um, good way to describe it. Yeah, we yeah. actually tried to eat at Jason Aldean's, which is, is, you know, we're like, oh, it's a Wednesday. Like, this should be pretty easy to get in. And it was like an hour and a half wait or an yeah. hour and 45 minute wait. And we're like, geez. Louise. And then we went to another restaurant, sat down, and no one ever greeted us. <laughs> yeah. So we finally just got up and left. And so we just said, screw it, and went to the assembly hall. And we ate there. And then um, NC Hot Wife and Dirty Max, they came and met us there. And we had kind of decided to keep it a low-key type of night because we knew the next few nights were going to be crazy. And we had all been texting and we determined that everybody had a bar they kind of wanted to go to. So we were like, okay, we'll just go to these three bars and kind of make a night of it. And then tomorrow night we'll save the like true bar hopping and stuff for them. So the first bar we went to was Pushing Daisies, which is like right outside of the assembly hall in that general area. And that couple came and met us at that bar. Yeah, and, and so describe these these bars. So it's it's not, you know, you think of Nashville, you think of all these honky tonk bars on Broadway. What what they're talking about is there's, uh, and I didn't know this really was a thing in Nashville, but they do like pop up bars. I don't think Pushing Daisies is a pop up bar. That is the actual bar, but the other two that we're going to go to were pop up bars. Yes, right, and they're kind of like themed. They are themed, and yeah. do they change the theme every? They do, like with the holidays and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but Pushing Daisy was the one that NC Hot Wife and Dirty Max had chosen, and it was like a swanky margarita bar. It was is it a speakeasy? It kind of had that. Kind of had that. It was like underground. It was like low ceilings. It was dark. It kind of reminded me of like New York, right? Type of. It was 
like gorgeous interior, mm-hmm. super cool. They all these like fancy twenty dollar drinks. I hated my drink. <laughs> this is a theme for for the night. Yeah. So we went to this. Yeah, this I, I would call it a speakeasy. I don't know if that's the correct term for this, but we go and we sit down and they have like their premiere like their cocktail list right mm-hmm. like these are these are our you know drinks for tonight and like you said they're all 20 25 dollars and i think what we you know we all sit down and we're kind of talking about it and we're like oh let's all order like different drinks and then we can kind of like taste each other's drinks mm-hmm. and figure out which one's our favorite and this will be kind of this will be kind of a fun thing so we all order these drinks and we get them and they were terrible like they were I not think, like, good one person in our group liked them I, I think which was that couple that joined us. i think he liked his or something i don't remember but mine i got like some kind of pineapple something and it had tequila in it and you could only taste the tequila and it didn't even taste like good tequila no and i drank like maybe two sips and then other people tried it what did you you got a pina colada but and it, was, it didn't taste anything like didn't pina even colada. look like a pina colada <laughs> and again it was like really really strong alcohol like yeah it's, it, and it tasted like really strong cheap alcohol yeah i didn't get it i did not i mean it was it. a super cool bar i think it, like i would go back there but just order like what I would normally drink. And maybe, I mean, are we not, do we not have like refined enough of palate to enjoy maybe. these drinks? Like maybe, maybe if you're not. a, maybe, because we're not big drinkers, but mm-hmm. to me, it just tasted like really strong alcohol. Yeah, I didn't and, like and it. not much else. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. Um, But maybe because it's Nashville and it's almost like, you know how like when you go to Disney, a water is like five bucks. <laughs> maybe it's kind of like that. Like they can just charge whatever they want. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, like I mean, we but, would assume that because it was a $20 drink, that they were using really nice, like good alcohol, but truth be told, they maybe they just can charge that for. They looked fancy though. The, the drinks looked fancy, and I would say the drinks were more expensive in these little pop up bars off Broadway than what a normal drink on Broadway. Yeah, is. I know. So I, I don't know. The price didn't make sense to me. But. Yeah, so we stayed there actually quite a while. Um, probably longest bar, like we ended up staying at that one the longest, mm-hmm. and then. The next one we chose was my choice, which was a Willy Wonka-themed bar. Because I grew up watching Willy Wonka. We were so excited. Or I was super excited to go. And come to find out, it's these, like, hotels, like, off of Broadway. And they turn them into these pop-up bars to get people, basically, to get off Broadway. It's to lure you. It's to trick you off of Broadway. Yeah. That's the whole point of these bars. Which it's is to, to, genius. I mean, it's smart on the bars part. Yeah. yeah. It's genius because, like, especially all these bachelorette parties and stuff, like, they, like, if I had heard that there was, like, a Barbie one, like, that's total genius right now. Like, yeah. all these girls probably want to go and take pictures and make TikToks and stuff in the Barbie bar. bar. Like, literally, I wanted to go and make a TikTok in the Willy Wonka, which we did make a TikTok. But I'm going to be honest with you. We oversold it in that TikTok. <laughs> Well, we stole their TikTok. We stole their TikTok, <laughs> someone's TikTok, and like put me at the end of it. So I got the what's it called? Poison? Like well, I don't Violet, know. your turn no, Violet, you're turning violet drink. But it was made with rose. And I like after that first bar, <laughs> I was like, I need a drink, you know, because like we're not we're just walking around, we're not getting drunk, we're not well, even having a The tipsy. problem is, yeah, we all ordered a drink, we all hated them. For, so none of them really None of us really drank that much. No. So we're pretty sober. Mm-hmm. So I got that and I did not want the rosé. And I was like, I'm not fucking around. So I was like, <laughs> can you change it to Sprite? They were like, sure. So they changed it to Sprite. It was okay. But it was too sweet. It was like, too sweet. It tasted like candy. Yeah. 
I guess that's the point. It was too sweet and didn't have enough alcohol. And yeah. then the, a couple other people got the same drink with the rosé. And then it, it just oh, tastes taste like rosé. It tasted like a glass of wine with like high C in it. Yeah. Yeah. What did you get? Uh, no, oh, I, I, um, like a whiskey sour. And the whiskey came in a, like, you know, the it had the glass that like, or not glass, the um, circle ice. The circle ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, like, it just tasted like whiskey. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. There wasn't much room once you put that big ball of ice in there. Yeah. So I assume they're not putting much sour mix in it because there's not much room for anything. Like that glass that they put it in is meant for just whiskey on the rocks. You know? Yeah. And so I don't think they put much sour. And I'm not a big like straight up whiskey drinker. And mm-hmm. again, it wasn't a nice whiskey. It was just cheap whiskey. So yeah. It didn't taste good. Yet. Well, and then there was like an Oompa Loompa drink. So that was good. I mean, same thing. We say there. We try that. So the last bar we went to was The Shining, which I guess was probably like the coolest one. Rhonda picked that one. Yeah. The decorations. The were decorations cool. were super cool. Um. But I was like, fuck it. I'm not even doing it this time. I want cranberry vodka. <laughs> like, I, I'm not messing around. And so, and then, but like, Rhonda and Jay got this $52. Punch bowl like, thing? I it's like know. a, came in like a glass jar that had like an axe like stuck in it. It was terrible too. <laughs> I didn't like it. Nobody liked their drinks again. No, the one girl, that couple that joined us, she got like a pumpkin shot type of situation. And I think she really liked it. The elevator couple? Yeah. But there was this couple, like this group next to us, and they were like trying to be funny. And somebody brought like a vibrator like they were going to offend us. And we were like, I don't know. (laughs) It was just a weird, it was a weird night. I mean, I had fun, but it was just like. I never got tipsy, so it was just kind of like... It's like just- the, the party never got started. Correct. That's, I think me and uh, Jay were talking about it the next day, and we're like, what happened here? And it's like, well, when you go to three bars in a row, and everybody hates their drinks, and yeah. nobody's everybody's basically sober, and like, it wasn't like it wasn't fun. Like, the locations were okay. Yeah. But it was like... I don't know. It, it was just slow. It was like the party never got started. Yeah. yeah. And then we ended up going to like one fun bar. But I swear <laughs> to God, it was like a frat party in there. <laughs> yeah. It was like all 20-year-old it, males. Right. So we went back to Broadway, ended up, and I don't even remember the name of that bar, but we ended up in the back and we were just surrounded by 20-year-old dudes. And they're all like, like hugging each other. They're like on way to- too much testosterone. They're like <laughs> jumping in the air and hugging. And I'm like. like play fighting like, and like what the fuck I keep getting hit i'm like i'm not about this so then i think we kind of lay left we knew things were winding down like we need to get food and we realized there was a mellow mushroom pizza place next door and you uh-huh. could buy pizza by the slice uh-huh. so we went there and i think me and nc hot wife were like as soon as we eat this is over you know that right like there's gonna be no you know and right. i actually felt really bad because i knew like a lot of people wanted to play and it wasn't that i was like against playing the whole like some of us were in airbnb some of us were in a hotel that situation kind of made it awkward because we didn't know what to do we were in a hotel they were in their rv and then they were in an airbnb yeah Yeah, and then that couple who don't they live across the country from each other they have one night together (laughs) i'm like i'm not going there you know like honestly like they need to go spend time (laughs) together like that's the right thing to do here like i'm not like they're not an option well, we didn't for really me. know them either yeah but then I mean, how do you like dip out on them without well because like i don't know i just felt like i don't know I mean, they t- were they were hot i mean we totally would have oh, totally them. i don't think i didn't feel like we really got to know them enough yeah and then like we didn't really know what their dynamic was totally it was just kind of like fun <laughs> to hang out with them so it's just i 
I, and it was 2 a.m. <clears throat> correct. And I've also been like thinking a lot about this like like this week because like coming off of Nashville, I've gotten to where I if I feel f- pressured to play, I almost shut down. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to play and I'm feeling it like 100 percent, then I'm great. But the second maybe I'm like 75 percent and everybody's looking at me like, are we going to do this? Like, I don't like that feeling. <laughs> I don't because no, like yeah, it. it's kind of like when somebody tells you to do something, you want to do the opposite. <laughs> it's kind of like that. And that's kind of how I kind of felt like in that moment that everybody wanted to play and I was kind of like on the fence and it was my fault that we didn't play. Right. But even if it would have been difficult to make something happen and not like to circumnavigate all the dynamics going on. Yeah, I guess because like my thought process is I'm like pushing 40. It's 2 a.m. <laughs> if we go to their place and fuck for two hours and then get an, an, Air, or an Uber back to our hotel, like it's going to be four or five o'clock in the morning. And I just I, I like sex, but like I can just fuck you and go to bed. <laughs> you know, like that's kind of like. That's where I'm at. Yeah. And I, but there are other people like you are one of those people there. You just love to fuck. And you're like, fuck yeah, I'll go and stay up till 5 a.m. I'm down with that. I would totally do it. Yeah. So, like, that I struggle with that because I feel like, I don't know. No. And it's a weird and it, you I've know, been thinking about that. Well, this it goes week. back to, you know, we can even like, it, I guess in a different situation, like if we were at Secrets or if we were at other events, you've done, and you've done this before where you're just like, I'm cool with going to the playroom, but like, and Dan can do whatever, but I, I just, I'm just here. Like, yeah, you know because I mean? it's so, there becomes a certain point where I'm just like, I'm just good, you know, like, right. and our friend group, it's like our friends almost know that now about yeah. you, and they're, and they're like, okay, Lacey's it's just, it's nothing personal. Right, right, right. I guess the problem is, I think you just fucked me too good. <laughs> and it, I don't mean that negative to any <laughs> husband or anything. Like, you know, my body, you know how to put me in the position, and like two seconds later, I'm coming. <laughs> You know, like, if I could just hold out, you know, like, 30 minutes, let you have fun, and then, like, you're going to fuck me, I'm going to come, and then we're going to go to bed. <laughs> I don't I don't even know what to say about that. It's nothing. I don't mean that, not that I wouldn't come with anybody else. No, no, I no, would. No. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. Sometimes you just want to go home and fuck your partner and go to bed. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay to say that. And sometimes your partner's a whore and wants to fuck everybody else before you do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's our story of our life. That's our life. As long as we know it, we acknowledge it. Right. Well, and that's it. And I think like we got back to our room and you're like, you're mad at me. And I'm like, no, I'm really not. Like, it's okay. But I think you I felt, thought I disappointed you. Yeah. So you kind of felt that. Other way around. I felt like I disappointed you. Right. I thought that's yeah. what I said. But oh, anyway. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, right. You felt like you disappointed me. I think I said it. you felt like you disappointed you. But, yeah. That's what you said. Um, you felt like you disappointed me. Yeah. And, and so I like you were kind of like. I'm sorry, and don't be mad at me. And I'm like, no, I'm really not mad. Like, I totally get what happened here. I felt like I was the party pooper. I felt like that's how I felt. Yeah, I get it. It happens. And I don't like that feeling. All right. So we went back and we went to bed. Well, we fucked and then we went to bed. Of course. So Thursday, we slept in. We didn't do much Thursday. I don't know why. I think we. I woke up pretty early. They were doing construction outside of our- We did get up early hotel room and so i was like so it woke me up and like the trucks were like beeping backing up and stuff so i think i laid there for like an hour or two and then i ended up falling back asleep and going back to sleep for a couple hours so it was like lunchtime or so before we really was up and moving um but after that it was like okay well let's just kind of get ready for the night 
and that's kind of what we did. Um, when we were talking about coming to Nashville, one of the girls, um, J-Dub, who we've talked about a lot on the podcast, had found the Lip Lab, which is a place that you can go in Nashville and you can custom make your own lipstick or lip gloss or lip balm. And so, like, in our group chat, a lot of the girls were like, let's do this. Well, I tried to make an appointment for us to all go as a group on Saturday, but they were booked up. Makes sense. Everybody's there for the weekend. So, the only time that week that they had time was Thursday. And there was a good amount of us that were going to be there Thursday, or at least a handful of us. So, we decided, well, since everybody can't go, at least some of us will go. And so, um, it was me, J-Dub, um, Southern Swap, which we've talked about here, Rhonda, and then NC Hotwife. So us, so we basically, we met there. Us girls went and made our lipstick. And then you guys, what'd y'all do? Went across the street to a, a, bar? B- a bar. And I don't remember the name of it. I had fun at Lip Lab. It was a lot of fun. Um, you get to make your own, you know, you get to name it. You get to pick out your, like, the color of your lipstick. Okay, so if you're a girl and you're a natural, I highly recommend it. It was a lot of fun. But something happened between the time we left the lip lab and then we, like, we walked in to the bar where y'all were. And I'm, like, standing there. And it's like you saw everybody else but me. And I don't know, something happened. And I immediately started struggling with anxiety. And you're looking at me. No, I'm just I'm listening to your your, your side of the story. Oh, okay. And so you're like trying to like perk me up and I'm just like not having it. And so I'm like, I'm going to go to the restroom. So I go to the, you know, I'm trying to like get myself out of this. Like what is happening? Why am I feeling this way? Because if you don't know, I, I really struggle with anxiety, especially leading up to events. I don't know why I have anxiety about anxiety. Like we're about to live, we are about to leave for the bliss cruise. And I'm really struggling with anxiety today. I talk about this because it is a real thing and it's a real thing in the lifestyle. And I think it's important to own it. Yeah. It's not great, but I think it's important to talk about because I know I'm not the only one. Yeah. And I, and I, I it's guess, getting worse. Yeah. And I would say that too. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's getting, well, yeah. I don't know. If I look back like two years ago, I can remember you trying on outfits and crying before club yeah. nights. I mean, so I don't know if it's getting worse. Um, maybe here in the last couple of months compared to like a couple of months ago, maybe it's getting worse. But I think overall the journey, I think it's probably gotten much better than what you. Well, we're just learning how to deal with the emotions. Right. And I think now it's not even so much like you're worried about, are you going to be pretty in your outfit? Or are you going to, you're, you're worried more about when we host events, you have to put that host face on. Mm-hmm. And, and then if the, even if the little stupid thing could happen is, you know, people could have a disagreement that have nothing to do with us. And it somehow it always ends up back on us, right? If yeah. something doesn't go right and it doesn't matter what that thing is, it tends to be the blame of that. Two other people could not fucking somebody get mad <laughs> at each other and it's my fault. Right. You know, and I'm not even involved. So yeah, I think I, like I said, I, I have anxiety about the anxiety that I'm going to have. or So it's, I don't know. I feel like as our platform's gotten bigger, the things I'm anxious about have shifted, but it's still there. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to worry about like what my hair looked like or what my outfit looked like. And now it's more like who's going to be pissed off or who's going to be upset or what if this doesn't happen or what if that doesn't happen? So, um, but I just, I think it's important to talk about because I think people see our TikToks and see 
are, you know, they see the good. Like mm-hmm. you don't make TikTok saying I'm having an anxiety attack and <laughs> I don't want to go. You know, you don't make TikToks about that. You make it TikToks like swinging is fun. This is amazing. And so I try to talk about my anxiety because or like if I don't like my outfit or if I'm not feeling confident because I know there is another person, another woman, whatever out there that's going to be like, oh, my God, I'm not alone. So anyway, that's basically what happened Thursday night. I ended up finding a seat outside of the bathroom. Just like I felt like there was not enough air in the bar that we were in. Like I couldn't. That, that's kind of like when I start feeling like that I can't get enough air. I'm like, oh, shit, you know, shit's happening. And so I ended up texting you and I was like, I'm going to because like we were across the street from the assembly hall and we had to be there in like 20 minutes. So in my mind, I was like, I'm going to walk outside, get some air because I don't feel like there's enough air in here. And give myself like 20 minutes to basically get my shit together because Friday night or, or Thursday night was the only dinner, ho- like a, they host um, like Discord group will put together like events outside of the event. Mm-hmm. So like meet and greets, stuff like that. Or not meet and greets, but more like dinners, like things outside of the club so people can get to know each other. Right. Like social hours. Yes, thank yeah. you. So Thursday night was really the only one that we could go to. And so I was like, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to catch some, like, get some fresh air. I'm going to calm myself down, and I'm going to go to dinner, and I'm going to be just fine. Well, you were like, you're not going to be outside by yourself. You're not going to be, like, I can't leave my wife alone on Broadway. Right. My perspective is I can't sit in a bar drinking and partying with my friends while you're outside having a panic attack. No, I totally make sense. But in my mind, I just needed, like, a few minutes. You know, like, I needed, like... Because if you're there staring at me, that doesn't help, you know. But, but like, I, if I could just be like, okay, Lacey, get. So I'm sitting on this bench, and this girl's like, Lacey from the Swing Nation. And I'm like, and I don't know who she is. She looked like she was like a bartender or something. Like she was by herself, like almost like she was on a mission to get to where she was going, like she was going to work. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm sitting out here in the middle of Broadway. I'm like panicking. People are recognizing me. Like, and then that makes me panic more because I'm like, Oh my God. So eventually you came and found me. I didn't pull my shit together. <laughs> I did not. No. We did not make it. I was it. like, let's just go back to the hotel. Like, this is not, this yeah. night's not going anywhere, productive at least. Yeah. So, and, and that was it. We, like, I text the people that needed to know. And I was like, guys, I'm sorry. I just can't, I can't make it. Um, because it wasn't like a required thing. Friday and Saturday, we have to go. But Thursday night was, you know, it was optional, which we really wanted to be there, but um, it just it wasn't good. I was not in a good headspace, so we left. Somehow, you ordered the most expensive Uber. In yeah, the- I don't know how. <laughs> it was. I mean, it was like seven. There was more. I mean, there was some. Me and you exchanged words, and I'm like, "What the hell?" Yeah, like, there's more to the story that we're like, like, I'm sitting in the bar, and you come back from the lip lab, and then all of a sudden, you're like freaking out, and it just I, it, I didn't understand. Yeah, and I needed to leave, and you, like, thought we could, like, rectify, like, if I would just calm down, that, like, I would be okay. It started raining. It was just, <laughs> it very quickly went south. Um, Once we kind of, like, got in the Uber and got home, and I got, you know, kind of, like, calmed myself down, things were a lot better, but um, I just had to get out of there. So, that's what we did. So, I fucked up. Thursday night. And I'm sorry to anybody that was at Assembly or any of our friends that were there. Because I was really looking forward to hanging out with them. And then, like, 
the next day I saw like pictures and Snapchats and I'm like, I'm going to cry. I like felt bad, you know, like I felt bad because I felt like I wanted to be there. I felt bad for you because I felt like my anxiety like took that from you. So anyway, I don't want to cry, but, um, it's okay, babe. But I just felt bad because, you know, I wanted you, I don't know, I just, it made me sad that we missed it. And even Friday, to be honest with you, I was really not okay Friday. So we can kind of go into Friday morning. Um, I, like, we had a collab set up with Southern Swap because we had never done that. We missed that. Um, I just, like, I was just emotionally drained from the night before, truth be told. Um, and... Daphne and Mike weren't there. She's kind of like, well, she's my best friend. So it's like I needed her to be like, it's going to be okay. We're going to get it together, you know. So I think like even Friday day was like kind of a shit show for me anyway. Um, Like getting ready for Friday night, I was like, how am I going to make it through this? How did you feel? Sorry. No, you're fine. I'm like trying to get it to you because I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I think, you know. All of this that we're talking about right now, like you said before, it's important. I think it's important because people, you know, like you're saying, it's one thing, you know, okay, you, you have hundreds of thousands of followers on social media, millions of views on TikTok, you know, top 1% only fans, you know, one of the top lifestyle podcasts um, in the world, in the country. Um, but that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot yeah. of pressure on, on anybody. And, and nobody's exempt from that. And, yeah. and I think that's, you know, as we build these events, as these events build, you know, that in, that pressure is more and more intense. And mm-hmm. us finding ways to deal with that or cope with that, um, I think it's important. And we're, yeah. we're, we're figuring that out, you yeah. know what I mean? And we're figuring it out kind of kind of in real time. And I don't know what it was about that Thursday night to where it all kind of hits you in that bar and, you know, that, that next, you know, six, eight, 12, you know, hours mm-hmm. was basically us, you know, kind of regathering you and, yeah. and letting you know, like, Hey, you can, this is like, you're fucking, you're lacy. Like yeah. you're, you know what I mean? Like you're the Southern girl. This is, you know, people are here to see you. Yeah. Like and I get it. It, it. It's hard because, you know, before if, when we were normal swingers, right. If we had a bad day, we would just go home. We could just go home, right? We'd be like, <laughs> fuck this. This is not yeah. going to happen. Let's just pack up our shit and go home and we'll, we'll do this again next month or whatever. Well, we can't now. But when you plan the <laughs> events, when you're the face of the brand, yeah. you know, the brand, when you're you're trying to put on that f- happy front for everybody else and you're trying, I mean, really as a host, you want to make sure, you, we're trying to make sure everybody else is having a good time, mm-hmm. right? I think that's a lot of my anxiety is like, oh, is the DJ playing the right music and are mm-hmm. people dancing? Are people having fun? Like, you know, like, are people stressed out waiting in line too long to get into the venue? You know, like that's mm-hmm. all my anxiety, but I think, you know, and your anxiety is different. Um, but I think, you know, we're going to have to work on ways to develop that. Mm-hmm. And for you, I think, you know, from my perspective, you just, some of it, it's okay that it's not always perfect. Right? I know. It's okay that, you know, if people get upset at, after an event over something silly, that's okay. Well, you know? it is okay, but I think like not to get too far off, like, our story here, I get destroyed on the internet internet when things don't go well. So like, it's okay. Like we can, we can talk to the person. We can make sure they're okay. We can remedy the situation. But once it's out and people like pick me apart, like you can't, you can't put that back in, you know? So like, and because like 
things like that have happened, I worry about the outcome right. more more that than the actual person. Because like usually if we talk to the person and we have a conversation, if there's an issue or whatever, we can fix it in five minutes and mm -hmm. it's not it's not a big deal. But all the other people around that get half like half of the story or a little bit of the story or whatever they're the ones that kind of make it into something way bigger than it actually is. And I guess my response would be like that is that's also okay. You know what I mean? Like people are going to paint whatever story they want to paint. If you look at anybody that has any kind of, you know, know. following on social media, they all have hate groups. They all have people talking shit about them. Anybody that's in a public eye has, has but see, that. I wasn't made for this. <laughs> I know. I know. We've had many conversations about that. <laughs> we need to um, get back on track, though. But I think it was just important to talk about that. Like I said before, I just wanted, like, if you saw me on Friday night and you thought maybe I wasn't quite okay, this is why. Um, so, anyway, let's move on. Well, okay. Let's let's take a little break. Oh, yeah. I forgot. And let's hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. Yeah, and then we can talk about Friday and then and Saturday. And when we get back from the break, we'll talk about... Did we make it to the club on Friday night? <laughs> was Lacey in a mental? Did she did she even show up to her own party? And how how, how did she pull herself together from this, this situation mm -hmm. to go? And then what happened Saturday? Yeah. We'll talk about all that when we get back. Okay. All right, guys. Bye. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on, and it delays the time that you orgasm so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of, and Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Anxiety can cause ED, like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. Hey, Swing Nation listeners, it's Dan here, and I want to know why you haven't checked out Cassidy.com yet. Cassidy is a lifestyle website where you can connect with other swingers, see lifestyle events near you, and chat with attendees, as well as post travel plans to meet up with pineapple people across the country. We want you to try Cassidy completely risk free by using the 90 day elite membership trial link in our show notes or by going to theswingnation.info and clicking on the Cassidy banner under Favorite Apps and Products. All right, guys. All right, guys. Welcome back. Appreciate you listening to our sponsors. We love our sponsors. Mm -hmm. uh, any particular sponsor you want to call out this week? Promescent, because we have our swag bags packed for Bliss Cruise. We actually leave this comes out on Thursday. We leave to start the trek to the Bliss Cruise, and they are so good to us. They always make sure that our swag bags are packed full of um, products. So thank you to them. I have like so much Promescent downstairs packed and ready to go. Yeah. So if you need some Promescent, if you mm. need some delay spray or some 
lube uh, or condoms, um, go to uh, theswingnation.info and click on the Promescent banner. And uh, if you use code TSN, you get to save, save. I think it's 20%. Yeah. And if you're on Bliss Cruise and you're like listening to this as you're, you know, getting there. Try it out. Um, come to our room. Find our room. I don't know what our room number is, but you can figure it out. We, I have samples to put on our door. We've got some little, little containers. You can try out some samples. Yeah, come try it out. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So back to when we left before the break. Lacey was in the middle of a mental crisis. We weren't sure if the event was even going to happen. <laughs> the event was always going to happen. She wanted to go happen. home. And, uh, <clears throat> but then what happened? Well, did I want to go home? Yeah. Did I think for a second I could go home? No. I, the show goes on. It always does. Um, I really wasn't okay Friday, but I was like, the show goes on. So I got up. I put my Harry Potter stuff on. We were like, we're doing this. Um but it very quickly, like once we got in the car, kind of went downhill again. Um, like, and this is our fault. We had help to, like, we have an 18-foot trailer that has to be unloaded and, like, everything has to be set up. And when we we, we have a schedule of who's going to be there, who's going to, you know, help us. And we, Dan and I fucked that up because <laughs> we didn't ask for enough help. Like, like we had plenty of help the rest of the time, but, like, the unloading of the trailer, we only had us and one other couple to help us unload. Keep in mind, Dan's in dress shoes, dress pants. I'm in a like like basically a shapewear bodysuit with fishnets on in like high heel boots. And we're supposed to unload an 18-foot trailer and there was four of us. And the first night you set up, it actually requires a lot of work because you have to I have everything very organized, but I've got to take things out of bags and fit it on hangers and the person that was working the booth, I did. We had to teach them how to use the system, and the person checking people at the, in at the door, you had to teach them how to use that. And we only had one hour to do this, and so as we get in the car and we're realizing, oh, we didn't think about that. Like that was our mistake, not our staff, our mistake. I start panicking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm crying and it's not anybody's fault. You know, it was just like one of those things you don't think about. We're new business. We're still figuring this shit out. And we were like, oh my God, we don't have anybody there. And like, obviously it's going to be okay. Right. Like mm-hmm. we're going to get it all unloaded. But- it's going to be fine. But in that moment, I was just like, oh, here we go. So, but we got there. We got everything unloaded in about 15 minutes before we were supposed to walk in all of our staff gets there to help because i think they knew that at least i was freaking out you they <laughs> we had sent a few texts and stuff yeah, yeah. Um, and i think they kind of so helped, as yeah. soon as they walked through the door i just lost it <laughs> it was like relief meets i'm freaking out yeah. i don't know what happened yeah. but i lost it so i have to go into the bathroom <laughs> something about me in the red room i've you end up in the bathroom i end up in the bathroom puking, crying puking, crying um no other club have i ever cried in a bathroom puked in the <laughs> Never. I've never anything. Something about Red Room. So now you're giving me anxiety about January. (laughs) So I went into the bathroom and I'm like trying to get myself together. I did not have, I had very little makeup, but I'm like trying. Luckily, they're pretty awesome and have all this like cool stuff in their vanity and stuff. So I was able to somewhat get my shit together enough to like, let the show go on, but I've seen yeah. So I, I'm out front setting up and doing all this stuff, and, <laughs> and people are coming to me and they're like, "I think Lacey's not." People are coming to me and they're like, "I don't think Lacey's okay." And I'm like, 
Well, she's going to have to wait until, like, I get all this. Like, give me, once the club opens, Last I'll go check I on Lacey. Last time I ripped my toenail off, <laughs> yeah. and I'm crying. Y'all, I swear I'm not as big of a nightmare as I sound. Uh, um, that's why they follow you, babe. <laughs> they want the drama. They want the They want the tea. What, so, what the hell did Lacey do this time? So the show went on. The party went on. I think some people knew I was upset. You know, I, like, everybody was really sweet. I'm kind of one of those people, like, once I cry, if you hug me, I'm going to cry again. So it was kind of a shit show for the rest of the night. <laughs> Daphne and Mike did show up. And as soon as she showed up. <laughs> it changed her whole attitude. Totally. A girl just needs her best friend, you know? Yeah. She's like, who are we fighting? What's going on? <laughs> just joking. No, but just, like, her being there was just made me feel better. Um you did a Halloween costume contest. We did. Well, it was a Harry Potter costume contest, not Halloween. We did a costume. Yeah. It was- but so many people entered it that didn't have Harry Potter outfits on. Yeah. <laughs> Lacey's like getting mad at me. She's like, there's too many people. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? I'm not going to kick people out of the line. Dan has a bad habit of when he's doing these games. One, he's not a good at the time. He's like, you have three minutes to twerk. I'm like, babe, three minutes is a long time to twerk. Like maybe 30 seconds. Like that's sufficient. And then he lets half the club enter the like events. And so he's letting all these girls and they're adorable. They're hot as fuck, but they don't have Harry Potter costumes on. If a hot girl comes up to me and says they want to be in the contest, who am I to tell them no? Okay. (laughs) At this point, though, I was a hot mess. (laughs) You didn't listen to me. So, you know, I just kept doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But it went on. But I love the girl who won. Is Did she have the pink outfit on? She did. Which is you didn't know this, but I had actually sent her to one of the girls that has made a lot of my costumes. Mm. And because she was like, I, w- I have this vision that I want to have made. Who do I? Does anybody know? And I'd sent her the girl that I use on Etsy. And come to find out, she's the one that made that costume. And, of course, I had nothing to do with voting or anything. But the crowd voted. But I thought that was kind of cool. I think it was her ass shaking that got her to win. But It was it was a combination <laughs> of the ass shaking, how good she looked in the costume, and she the costume. Did, she did look very good yeah. in the costume. But if you, like, love your outfit... Like it all kind of, yeah. yeah, it all just kind of, you know. But it was a great party. We did not play. We did not play at the Red Room. We didn't play at all. That's not true. You did. <laughs> that's well. That's even that's not true. All right. So we we finished the night. So DJ, uh, we had uh, DJ Rock and Ronnie. And if you don't know him, he's a he's a lifestyle legend. He does Bliss Cruise and Splash mm-hmm. and Naughty New Orleans. We flew him up from Florida, and he was there. And um, so we did all that. Um, yeah, but I mean. Do we even go back into the? We didn't go to the playrooms so. at all, did we? Mm-mm. No, we just kind of hung out with, mm-hmm. uh, with everybody. You weren't quite in the right. No, I was not. Part. But anyway, so that we we closed down the club uh, about two a.m. and then uh, we head back to the hotel, um, and then we end up with I think it was three or four couples in our room, right? Okay. So we went back to the hotel. It was us, Jersey, Daphne, and Mike, Tara, and Seth. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Again, I felt pressure to play. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm a real swinger, but I, I had cried all day. I was not in like a sexual mood. And I think you basically said, you're like, hey, you guys can all fuck and I'll sit here and be happy and watch. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm just not yeah. feeling it. Yeah. Which honestly, I'd rather somebody say that than like fuck and not really want to. Right. No, I agree. But I feel like I fucked everything up. What? That, that kind of killed the mood then? Yeah. But then it, it didn't though. Because then what did you say? I was like, Daphne fucked Dan. <laughs> That's what I do. That's and this friendship. is the thing. So you said that, and I thought I kind of assumed that then everybody else would kind of st- like I knew you weren't going to fuck, but yeah. I knew you would. You I'd were sit fine. over there and masturbate. Right, right, right. Or would do whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you're like Daphne, fuck Dan. And so she does, 
and then she comes and then she finishes and then everybody's like okay that was fun we're going to bed but didn't um didn't dirt mr dirt the husband did he say like in our text messages that i turned him down or something I think he, I think he wanted to fuck you that night. Oh, and I think he could tell you we just weren't into it. And, yeah, and I, I think I even kind of told him like, go well, start and I kissing feel on bad her. I bet because she'll... it was his birthday weekend yeah. celebration. I think actually today that we're recording this is his actual birthday. We were celebrating in Nashville, so Jersey, I'm sorry, <laughs> I will give it to you. Good. The next one in December <laughs> when you fly in. <laughs> that will happen. <laughs> You will have no stress for that event. Yeah. It's not our event. It's not our event. Yeah. I'm already not stressing about the stress that I would not have. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even follow you. So anyway, the night ends with Daphne fucking me and coming and finishing and then everybody going to bed. Yeah. Which we've ended the nights that yeah. way several times. Yeah. Yeah. But what was funny is like a lot of our friends went like on party buses and like because not everybody went to the club. Nobody Friday fucked night. Friday night though. Nobody fucked Friday which is so night. Weird. Which is oh, I honest. feel like in general, this weekend did not have a lot of fucking. I mean, there was a few couples that they're just rock stars and they're going to fuck <laughs> regardless. They're just, that's who they are. And you Katie know who, and Ryan. Yeah. Kay and Farmer. Yeah. They all, they're going to fuck regardless. <laughs> but a lot of like the people that normally were fucking it's, it's funny, don't. Those fuck. are couples we basically brought into the lifestyle. <laughs> and now they're, they're, now they're like, they're showing us up. They're <laughs> fucking more than we are. But, um, so it was, I mean, it was it was good. It was, it was a good day. I mean, considering everything, it was a good day. But I was ready for Saturday to restart. So that's what we did. We went to bed. We slept in, which we was did. nice. Um, we got up. Uh, we went to Cracker Barrel, which was like across the street. Like we walked of, to Cracker Barrel, and it was actually really really good. Like mm-hmm. it hit the spot. Um, and we had to get back because I was getting my makeup done. I don't normally get my makeup done for anything, but I had to do – I was a vampire, and my outfit was kind of plain. So I kind of wanted something to, like, make it cool. I'm not good at – I can do my makeup every day. But, but not, like, that glam makeup. Yeah, I'm not good at that. Um, and one, I wouldn't have went out to find a makeup girl, but somebody else was getting their <laughs> makeup done. And they were like, do you want to? And I was like, sure, why not? But the only downside of that is she had to do my makeup at 1230. Right. Which means we were basically, we couldn't then go out. Yeah, because I look like a vampire. <laughs> but it was fun because there was like. Well, and you don't, you didn't want to go. Like if you went in downtown Nashville and were drinking. Yeah, like, it would have ruined yeah. it. Um, and so, but, but ended up being a really fun day. I felt a lot better. Like everybody was in and out of our room. Y'all had football on. So a lot of people are Tennessee fans. So it was mm-hmm. like the Tennessee Alabama game. Um, we all had like we had food. You know, we ordered dinner. So it was just like I don't know. It was a night. I had a fun day. It was like an all day stretch to get ready though. Yeah, we basically spent the entire day with you getting ready in the room and Daphne. Daphne she and was Mike, Harley yeah. Quinn. And then and others popping in and out. Yeah. Then towards like we had like. The last hour, me and Daphne started panicking. She hated her hair. <laughs> oh, God. She hated her hair. She did, yeah. And luckily, we have like three hairdressers that are friends there. <laughs> I loved my makeup, but I felt like it was just like a little much. I swear this is what – I went to go get headache medicine or something from somebody down the hall, and I come back, and you're freaking out over your makeup. She's freaking out over her hair, and I'm like – what is going on here? When I say freaking out, I wasn't like crying or anything. I was just like, oh my yeah, God. But, but I could feel it 
start it could have worked up to that like i well, could feel like the snowball starting to go i text katie because she is like amazing with makeup and i was like i just need your help she was like i'll be there you know and she was like trying to take a nap yeah. but she's like a, the ultimate girl's girl she and she's is, gonna hop yeah. not, not hop in the car she hopped on the elevator and came <laughs> up and within 15 minutes she had me fixed up and i felt like i just needed a little just a little tweak yeah and i felt perfect and we, and then Daphne's hair was a whole fiasco. But but Leanne came in and saved the day. She saved Daphne's hair. After you spray painted it orange. I did. <laughs> I did. I bought, she needed something to color her roots. I sent somebody to Walgreens or I door dashed some of that like root touch up for blonde. It was not blonde. It was orange. Even though in the can it said blonde. It was a nightmare, guys. It was just, like I said, me and Nashville just don't work. But we got ready. We had to be at the club again at 7. This time, there was really nothing to set up. And everybody was there. And, like, the shout out to staff. Nicole and Chris. They were there. Um, and they pretty much had it. Like, because I think everybody just knew that I had just struggled so much. And we're yeah. just not going to have that. And what was really fun is Nicole had hired uh, or had got a photographer to come and take pictures as we were waiting for the club to open. So the girls kind of snuck to the back to the playroom area and got a few pictures taken, each of us. And um, it's not as fun. So we we wrapped up right about the time as the doors were opening. Yeah. I love the pictures they took of you and your vampire. Yeah. Everybody loved my vampire outfit. Right. And you were freaking out over it. What One, you were freaking out over it. And two, I think before the event, you're like, this is the most plain out, like, costume i could have got well because we're going on the bliss cruise so it was like two weeks before we leave and we have seven outfits for bliss it was just like we needed nine outfits and so i just could not come up with like i was just trying to do something easy and then there was a lot of other people that were vampires so i just felt yeah i felt kind of plain to be honest with you but i loved how the pictures turned out and everybody's like i usually do like sweet girly things and this time i did like dark and sultry people liked it people did like it yeah but saturday night was a lot of fun yeah um we danced we did we uh, took lots of pictures it was packed in there yeah sold out yeah um we did end up playing a little i think you me and you were playing how did that go down well so back up a little bit um you were much more relaxed much more you were a little drunk not drunk, but you were making out with people on the dance floor. Yeah, I was making out with people on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Um, that tall girl in the red number—I don't know what her name was—but she she was a good kisser. Who? I, I don't. Tall there, girl. Yeah. Tall <laughs> girl? We had uh, Naughty Jim was in our. I don't know who tall girl in the red number is. Yeah. Uh, well, don't worry about it. <laughs> Naughty Jim was there. Naughty Jim was there. Yeah, yeah, we had a good time. It was a lot of fun. I made out with a unicorn. You did? Uh, yeah. I didn't see it, but I heard about it. <laughs> you were literally sitting right there. Mm. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So at towards the end of the night, and this is pretty late. I made out with JC. You did. I saw that. Yeah. I did see that. He said, oh, my God. As I, should I? No, wait. Let's <laughs> cut that out. What? Let's cut that out. What? What did he say? I don't. Tell me what he said. Like As I was leaning in to kiss him, uh-huh. he was like. Oh my god! Like he was excited that it was happening, and <laughs> was I was it. like, "Yeah, that's what he like, said." Did he have like a little panic? Like, no, I think he was like realizing, <laughs> "Oh my god, this is happening," and I thought it was like so freaking cute. Like, I loved it. Like, it made me feel Good. like, yeah. like 
I don't know. Like, it made me feel like he really appreciated it, which um, it just made me feel. It made me feel good. You know, I mean, you want the person that you're kissing to be like, this is awesome, you know? Uh, I agree. No, and I think that's a you know big reason I like playing with like maybe older women or like a lot of the hot wives or newer couples is like you, they, they feel appreciated. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, Didn't like yeah, a I mean, seasoned like, person. I, like, I love playing with all our friends, but like they're used to it. It's yeah. a, that's a normal not not normal, but you know like yeah, it's just you know yeah. another another swinger weekend for us and our friends. But yeah. when you play with somebody new, have or... a new experience with somebody new. Yeah, I think that like what you're saying, like they have that appreciation. Yeah, they're like oh my god, like yeah. This is, it was really sweet. It was a sweet moment. It's fun to blow somebody's mind every once in a while. I don't know if I blow blew his mind. You didn't, you didn't blow JC. No, I did not blow <laughs> JC. I didn't. I don't know if I blew his mind, but I definitely think he enjoyed it. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like I like. I'm you know. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm blushing. <laughs> Can you is. tell? Yeah. Sorry, JC. Mm. He's probably blushing too. Either that or he's mad that I told the story of him <laughs> saying. I don't think he'll be mad. Um, but okay, so how do we get back to the playroom? I think you said we're going back to the playroom, which uh, is this is funny because normally I am the instigator of play. Like yeah. I'm like gathering people up and like you go in the playroom, playroom, playroom. Mm-hmm. But I think because it, again, it was our event and I same thing with, with like secrets is I didn't do it there either and other people did it. It's like I'm worried about the DJ and making announcements yeah. and trash yeah. and like all the stuff you're worried about as an event host, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, but then I think you just randomly grabbed me and you're like, we're heading to the playroom. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> let's do this. Yeah. Um, I know me and you were fucking and then at some point Dwayne and Buffy were just there. Thank goodness. Why? I don't know. I just like fucking I Buffy. I know you do. I'm like, why? Cause fucking <laughs> me is so terrible. Thank goodness she was there. No, no I, I know what you mean. Um, but they were there and then we swabbed. And there was a lot of people. I mean, not a ton of people. There was a lot of people. And then I guess Farmer came up at some point and was like hitting me in the head with a stick. <laughs> no. So like you said, me and you started fucking. I was fucking, a little tipsy. And then Dwayne and Buffy showed up. And then we swapped with them. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Stephanie mm-hmm. of New Swinger on the Block yeah. came in. And she's like, and this is like 12 or uh, like 145. There was some, like their Uber was yeah, there or like, something. She's like, I want to fuck you. And we're like, well, like it's closing in like 10 minutes. Yeah. And she's like, I just really want to fuck you. And I think then she kind of like got on her knees and started going down on uh-huh. you. And you were like, uh, okay. Like, yeah. Like, okay. So we Don't just kinda, stop. Yeah. Like, like I'm not going to stop you from yeah. doing that. Right. And so she was going down on you for a while. Yeah. And then that's when uh farmer came in. Yeah. And he put his dick in your mouth. Oh, was it? I thought he was hitting me in the head with it. Uh, it was in that region. Oh. I think I think you sucked it a little bit, too. And then at some point. And then I think he was going to fuck you or was wait, yeah. like basically waiting for her to finish going down on you so that he could fuck you. And then uh, Stephanie's husband, Jim, had a bottle of, I don't know, tequila or something in his hand. And like he's watching his wife go down on you. And then I don't even know how it happened, but like the bottle of, of the liquor bottle falls out of his hand, hits the floor and and it, it explodes like like a bomb went off. Yeah. I mean, glass and the bottle just it like erupted. And I had like no shoes on. Like everybody stopped. <laughs> and there was a bunch every- of naked people in the room. Yeah. yeah. And so it, like, it it killed the mood. Right. 
like if you remember back to the secrets thing when the guy passed out in the hot tub yeah it was the exact same effect that yeah. liquor bottle dropping and glass exploding everywhere mm-hmm. it like the whole playroom yeah, yeah i did and i was like where are my flip-flops because i had wore them back there i was like right. i need them um but kudos to the red room staff they were very quick to come up and yeah. sweep it all out and make sure everybody in the room knew that the, hey there's glass don't yeah. step here and they cleaned everything out. I mean, the club was closing, so I'm sure yeah. they, they got to do a good clean. I'm sure day. they loved us for that. <laughs> Probably not. It's not our much. fault. It was Jim's fault. Right. So in um, hindsight, if you're if you're going to learn a lesson from this story, maybe don't bring glass bottles back to the playroom. I would imagine they have a rule against that. <laughs> probably. And he probably just walked back there not thinking because yeah. they were getting ready to leave, not thinking. And right. I think, I think he was thinking they were saying goodbye or something. Not, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that kind of like wrapped up Saturday night. Like, like by the time we got out front and like. The lights started to come on and we got our clothes and we had to, y'all, the guys all started like packing up the trailer and stuff. That went very quickly because usually there's a lot of people there that will help at the end of the night, which I'm grateful for. Right. The nice thing about that is, yeah, there's a bunch of people Mm -hmm. were like, do you need help? Do you need any help? And so we we had that place packed up and the trailer loaded in like Mm -hmm. not very long, 20 minutes, 20 minutes at most, Yeah. yeah. No, it's, I mean, we, we didn't, there was no playing when we got back to the hotel. I think other people did. Other people did. We were invited to a, an orgy. Yeah. Cause they were, we have a big text and they're like, orgy in <laughs> this orgy, room. Orgy, and yeah. I think I was done. I, I think you were too. I was. Yeah. yeah we were just kind of like, okay, we're going to bed. Again, it was like two something, pushing three probably at this point. Um, and then Saturday morning, we headed home, got up and drove home. Mm hmm. And that that wrapped up the red room. Yeah, it was a good party. It was a good party. Um, it was a rough start. It was, uh, but I'm bound and determined to make January better. Better. Yeah, we're gonna have a good red room party. Yeah, good. Nothing is gonna stand in my way. <laughs> Lacey's not gonna have a. What we mean by good red room? It's always a good party at the. It's red always room. a good party. Uh, January last year, I was sick. <laughs> So that can't do anything about that. This year, I like struggled with anxiety. So I'm hoping in January that I'm I'm fully healthy and no stress. So it's always a great party. Right. Okay. So if you don't know, uh, we have some tickets on sale. So what what are our next couple events? We're going to be uh, on Bliss Cruise all next week. Yeah. Sold out. You can't get tickets. But if you're on Bliss Cruise. Certainly say hi if you see us. Mm-hmm. We'll be we'll be in and around. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few thousand people there, so uh, if we miss you, we apologize. Mm-hmm. But we hope to see you on Bliss. Um, and then in December, we're going to Club Euros in Knoxville, Tennessee, on December second for their pinup and uh, pinstripes party. Yeah, it is not a swinger society party, but we will be in attendance. So if you would like tickets, you'll need to go to their website to find those right and then back to the red room in nashville in january mm-hmm. for our glitz and glam party mm-hmm. and then in february we're going to the brand new club tempted in louisville kentucky yeah and you can get tickets for both of those on swingersociety.net and then march it's back to secrets yeah as of today i think we had two rooms i think there's two rooms yeah. left yeah we, i know on the last episode of the podcast we're like it might be sold out mm-hmm. and it's real close so if you want to come party with us at Secrets in March for our Forever Young party. It's kind of a throwback to our high school days, schoolgirl night, um, and a homecoming dance. Um, go to swingersunday.net and get tickets. And if you can't if you can't get a room, no worries. Um, day passes are available. So we'll have an overflow hotel 
um, and you can come in on day passes. That's that's perfectly acceptable. Mm-hmm. And we'll put all the information on that. Um, once it sells out, that information will be on SwingerSighting.net as well. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. All right, babe. Well, I appreciate you pulling yourself together mm-hmm. and uh, making the red room red room happen. Thank you for always being my rock. Mm-hmm. Taking care of me. I appreciate you. And always, we always manage. Yeah. Sometimes it gets a little rough and rocky, but we, we always manage to pull through. Yeah. All right. Well, I love you. I love you, too. All right. I think with that, in a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.